In this episode, I want to show you how to create a generic model which is not based on Active Record and doesn't have a database store backing it. Now, I've covered this a little bit in previous episodes, but I really think it deserves a, another episode on this topic. To demonstrate this, I have here just a page which lists the letters of the alphabet. And when I click on a letter, I get a list of products which start with that letter. Now, whenever I'm trying to determine how to structure a Rails application based on the interface that you see here, I ask myself what is the primary resource that I'm displaying or managing on this specific page. In this case, I have a letters, just letters of the alphabet. So it makes sense to make a letter resource where I have a letters controller and the index action is just this page you see right here listing the various letters. And then when you click on a letter, you reach the show action um, of that letters controller, which can list whatever information it wants about that specific letter. Now, because we are listing products on this page as well, um, this we could do another solution, and that is to make a products controller and then have this be the index action because it's listing products. And then the letter is just an attribute or, or an extra parameter that we're filtering the products by. Now, whenever you're dealing with that decision where you have two different resources on a given page and you need to decide which controller it belongs into, just ask yourself which resource is the primary one. Is this more about the products themselves or about the letter? And in this case, I'm going to say it's more about the letter because I want to demonstrate how you can make a uh, resource which is not based on active record. But um, it might you might consider this to be more about the products. In this case, it would go in the products controller. But really, the decision is up to you on your specific application and how the interface is. Um, there's really no raw, right or wrong answer here. Okay, so we can start off by generating a controller called letters and let's give it an index and show actions for those two pages. Okay and we want to set this controller up in our routes so we can just do a map.resources uh, letters because this is a restful style controller. Okay so here's that letters controller and inside of our index action we want to fetch all of our letters of the alphabet and just display them but we don't really have a model backing this controller. And it's always a good idea to have a model so that you can always move logic into that model and keep it out of the controller in view. Now there's, we could make a true active record model here where it's actually a letters table in the database where it has all the letters of the alphabet in there. But that's kind of silly because that's something that can be generated dynamically at runtime. And whenever you have content which can be generated at runtime is the best to to keep that out of the database as much as possible because um, unless you're trying to do any kind of caching or something. So let's create a model but not have it based on active record. So let's just generate a new model here called letter. And in here we can just make a simple class called letter which uh, we can put any logic into that we need. And in our controller we want to display all the letters, so let's just fetch them all. And to do that, I'm going to create a class method called all on the letter model. And this way, we can kind of treat it like an active record class and just create these methods manually and have them behave however we need to. OK, 
Okay, and back in our model, we need to make that class method called all. And in here, we'll just loop through all of the letters of the alphabet. And then for each character, we'll create a new letter and just pass that character into it. And actually, I don't even have to specify the name of the class because we're inside of that scope already. So I can just make an initializer method and then have it take a character and then just store this in an instance variable so we can work on it later. And I'm also going to make an attribute reader here so that we can fetch it. Okay, and then finally, inside of our index template here, we want to display all of our letters. Um, I'll just set a title, say select a letter, and then in here for each letter, uh, for now let's just display the character. And here's what that page looks like, and it looks good. We have our list of letters, we just need to make them links to the show page. Now whenever you need to make a link to a custom model like this, it's a good idea to override the toParam method. And that way you can just return any kind of identifying string you want. Uh, in this case, let's return the character uh, downcasing it. So this way it's just a lowercase character in the URL. And then inside of our index template, all we have to do is just turn this letter display into a link. So let's just make a link to, use that as the name. And then um, for the URL, all we have to do is just return the letter instance. And Rails will figure out the rest because we happen to name the class letter the same as the controller letters. And it will um, automatically determine the URL based on the what the toParam method returns. So now when we reload the page here, you can see these are all links. Um, if you look at the status bar below, you can see that it points to the letters controller with appending the toParam, the lowercase letter um, in the URL. Then we can just click on one, and of course we need to fill out the show template next. Okay, so inside of our letters controller, we want to implement this show action. And we just want to fetch a letter, and we and I like to um, kind of mimic the interface of Active Record as much as possible when dealing with custom classes. So here let's just call find and then just pass it the params ID, which will be the letter, the lowercase letter, um, given. So in our letter model, we need to make that class method called find, and it just takes um, a parameter, which is the lowercase letter of the alphabet. Now there's a couple ways we can handle this. One way is just to return a new instance and then just upcase this. But I really don't like that solution for a couple reasons. One is because um, they may pass in a letter or a number or some kind of parameter which is not really technically a letter that we want to support. Another reason is that we may want to make this all method here a little bit more complicated with maybe accepting some kind of symbol letter, which is not really a letter of the alphabet. And um, so I prefer to always just loop through all of the methods, all of the uh, instances here, and just fetch the one um, which matches the two param. And that way it just finds that one letter um, instance and just returns that. Okay, and now in our show template, we want to display the details of this letter. So let's display a title saying, uh, products for a letter, and then just the 
let our character. And we also want to link in here saying um, select a letter and then just go back to our letters path, which just displays all the letters. And then we want to loop through all the, the products starting with this letter, but let's not do that yet. Let's just see if this is working so far. Okay, and when we reload our page here, looks like it's working. We now have a title, products for letter A, and then we can go back and select a product. Very cool. Select a letter, I mean. So in here we want to um, fetch all of the products with start, which start with that letter and display them. And in here, it's kind of, uh, in a sense, an association that we're making, similar to an active record association, where a letter has many products. But in this case, it's not a simple um, active record association because, of course, the letter is not um, from active record. It's a little bit more complicated where it does a complicated find. But we can still make a method in letter called products. So let's loop through all the letters products and then just display them here. And actually, I already have um, a partial for the product, so let me just render that. There we go, that will loop through all the products for a given letter and render a partial for each. And inside of our letter model, we want to make that products method, which just finds all the products uh, starting with that letter. So let's add some conditions into here. Um, let's say the name, like something. And for this, let's say SHR and anything after that, it will match. And um, let's make an order clause in here too, just to make this sort by name. Okay, now when we reload this here, there we go. That's all of our products starting with that letter. You know what, let's try something. Let's see if what happens when we try to input an invalid uh, character. And we get this no method error. And what this will happen is if someone does this, then it will return a 500 error code. And we don't want that. We want it to return a 404 not found error code. And so to get that behavior, we need to make it define method in our in our model kind of behave like active record does, where it returns a record not found error message if um, it doesn't find something. Okay, so here's that find method in our model. And if nothing is found, then we want to raise an exception here of active record, record not found. And this will result in a 400 or 404 error code in Rails. Um, even though this isn't technically active record, it's just a convenient way to get this behavior and just to make this model behave like active record. So now when we reload this page here, we get the record not found exception, which will result in a 404 error. Well, that pretty much wraps up this episode on creating a model which is not based on active record. Um, I hope you found it helpful. I think it's really great how all the logic regarding a letter is encapsulated into this one model. So if we ever wanted to change this behavior, maybe add another character representing non-alphabetical characters, then we could do so easily in just this one location. Pretty cool. Hey, do you have any suggestions for future RailsCast episodes? If so, just click on the feedback tab at railscast.com and there you can either leave a quick comment or submit an idea. And this will take you to the user voice page for RailsCast where you can either create a new idea, just type it in, or you can vote on an existing idea if you, if you like it. 
And also, if you have any suggestions for the website itself, just click on the website suggestions forum and enter your idea in here. So there's just a couple ways for you to submit suggestions for episodes. I encourage you to use this page uh, so I can determine which topics to cover in future episodes. This episode is sponsored in part by Notifixius. They are looking for an experienced web developer to fill a CTO position. For more information, please visit jobs-notifixius.tumblr.com. Also sponsored by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv.